0: This is the Kingdom Movement Podcast, a place where we will explore through conversation how discipleship, theology, and community really can transform our world. Hey guys, this is uh, Jake Johnson, and I'm here with Vanessa. Hey guys. For episode one of season two of the Kingdom Movement podcast, and to start off the podcast this season, we're going to have a three-part series on relationships, marriage and sex, and then sexuality, and so this basically got inspired, one, by our lecture, and actually the next two episodes are going to be... Um, Recordings from our lecture that we did way, way, way back at the beginning, first semester that we were here in Botswana. But in this episode, it's going to be more of a discussion format, and we're going to be focusing on friendships, relationships. um, What does the Bible say about friendship and relationships? How can we have healthy relationships? And yeah, just basically kind of the general courting stage, if you will, and just friendships in general. So there's a few principles we want to talk about. Before we dive in, but I think the big focus is really what does the Bible say, right? Because that's the most important thing is what does the Bible have to say about relationships? So uh, I pulled up a few verses here. I don't know, Vanessa, can, can you see them? Do you mind reading the first one?
1: Yeah, the first one is Romans twelve nine through 10. Uh, don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good. Love each other f- with genuine affection. Take delight in honoring each other.
0: So the reason why I pulled up this verse, I think the part that really stuck out to me was like, hold tightly to what is good, love each other with genuine affection, and take delight in honoring each other. And I think when it comes to like relationships and friendships, um, that genuine affection, right? That is the core basis, I feel like, of all real friendships is there is a mutual understanding and a love for each other. And the part that I thought was interesting is Um, Paul in Romans ends up saying take delight in honoring each other right and it's almost that idea of honoring each other um, removes this idea of kind of the games we play of trying to prop ourselves up or make ourselves look better than other people but really the posture we should have is to honor uh, our friends right to make sure that they feel honored they feel valued in the relationship
1: Mm -hmm. how are you serving them not how are they serving you
0: yeah that's that's exactly it it's the idea of instead of being inward focused in your relationships looking outside of yourself right
1: right and as if like we're trying to be like christ right and that's what he was always doing in his friendships and the ones that followed him as he was serving them
0: yeah so we'll move on to the next verse before maybe we talk about that a bit more do you mind reading the next one
1: philippians 2 1 through 4 Is there any uh, encouragement from belonging to Christ, any comfort from his love, any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Hmm. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. And don't look out only for your own interests but take an interest in others, too.
0: So again, there's this idea, right, of all our relationships when relating to each other are almost outward focused It literally says, don't be selfish, right? Don't try and impress other people.
1: There's no question about that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, And then it's like, be humble, right? Thinking of others better than yourselves. But, what you know, obviously that may be challenging for people, right? Mm -hmm. Thinking of other people even better than yourselves. But what do you think that looks like in practice, babe? Do you have any any initial thoughts on that? Okay. Um, but, yeah, I think the idea, too, of, like, don't look out only for your own interest but take an interest in others, I think a lot of times, at least for me, I know that I can get really absorbed into my own world, like, what I'm into, what I'm working on, and I can almost forget what other people are into or, like, what they're hustling, what they're trying to make happen – Um, the goals and dreams of their life. But Paul is really saying like, you know, in order to love each other, take an interest in what other people are doing too, right?
1: Mm.
0: And I think something that's so interesting about that is like we often want to feel loved. We often want other people to know that they are valued in our lives, but but we struggle to affirm and to see what's going on in other people's lives in a genuine way. And if we would be willing to do that, that really is what creates life in other people. They don't, they don't necessarily want to hear us prattle on for hours about what we're doing and what we want to see happen. But like just sitting down and willing to listen to other people's hearts, I think that in and of itself um, will draw people to you, right? If you're someone who's seeking friendship, maybe you struggle with friendship, just being someone who takes a genuine interest in other people can be a spark to start friendship as well, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm just looking over the verse here if there's any other things that stand out. But yeah, I think the try not to impress people like when it comes mm-hmm. to the dating situation. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times we like to put our best face forward, right? Because we want to impress that other person. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you should show up like a slob right. or... We're not putting any effort. But sometimes in the dating process, once you've dated a person for a while, the reality of what they presented at the beginning can look a lot different than uh, who they really are, right? And I think Mm -hmm. being genuine, Genuine. genuinely ourselves, not trying to make ourselves look way better than we really are is really, really important when it comes to really getting to know someone else, for sure. All right. So the
1: next one is uh, First Corinthians thirteen four through seven. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not command its own way. It is not irritable. It keeps no record of being wrong. Hmm. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance.
0: I don't know about you but that's challenging right mm-hmm. even in our marriage of six years like i still think yeah I, I i get irritable right i i keep a record of wrong sometimes um but it's a gut punch to realize like in those moments i'm not actually walking in love towards you right mm-hmm. when when my mind or my thoughts are leaning in that direction and so that brings up the question of when we say that we love people, right, especially in relationships, we're getting to that point where maybe we want to make, drop the L word, the love word, Um, you know, are we basing that off an emotion, like some feel-good butterflies in our tummy or whatever, or are we basing it off of these kind of characteristics, you know what I mean, and yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I'd probably drop the L word when it really it was all about what I wanted from that person rather than. How uh, are you
1: gonna respond to this? Like, will you serve me better if I say this word or? Yep. You know, kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Definitely. And so then, love the word love can be used as a manipulative tool mm-hmm. to get what you want rather than having these kind of characteristics. That's not love. No, not at all. And I think that can help, not only help reveal to ourselves um if we're operating in love towards another person or not but it can also help guard us against other people right mm-hmm. that um would want to manipulate our emotions because if we're outward focused i think the big anxiety for people is well then am i going to get taken advantage of mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i think if we understand that they also because of paul i want to go back here real quick um is there it says mutual affection anywhere
1: mm-hmm. Well,
0: genuine. Genuine affection. So love each other with genuine Mm -hmm. affection. So I think it's that idea of that this needs to be a mutual thing, Mm -hmm. right? It's not outward, especially in relationships and friendships. It's not just about one person contributing to the relationship with an outward focus. But like true friendship is about two people practicing these things um, towards each other, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. I think this is a good roadmap. Anytime someone was like, is like, what is love? <laughs> love yeah. is patient, love is kind. I mean, it goes on and like, gives us a true meaning of love. And if it doesn't reflect these things, um, then it really isn't love.
0: Yeah, it's not following the biblical mm-hmm. definition, for sure. And when we say that we love people, but really what we're trying to get from them is a an emotional feeling or an emotional response then we have to understand that we're not actually operating in love. We're operating out of a selfish desire for that person to to do what we want them to do rather than seeking the benefit of that person. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think the point kind of from these passages is all our relationships, whether they're a romantic one, a friendship, um, our whole goal is to diligently seek the benefit of the other person, not just ourselves, right? Not just focusing on... What does this friendship give me? Mm -hmm. Does it help me in my career? Does it make me feel good? Does it validate my insecurities Mm -hmm. or whatever? Um, But rather that we're looking at how can I love other people? How can I see what God sees in them and call it out, Mm -hmm. you know, and and to speak life over them?
1: Mm -hmm. I think the word that sticks out to me is are you diligently seeking the benefit of the other person Mm -hmm. and not ourselves? And that's a day in and day out thing. And that's a mindful action that you have to continue to do um, in order to reflect the love of Christ.
0: For sure. So I guess maybe uh, what would be helpful is how do we come up with practical ideas of how to do this and what are the ways that we can seek the benefit of other people? So kind of just thinking through my own friendships, long distance, like living overseas, when I think about my friendships back in the the States, uh, I think one of the most... Um, kind things that someone can do is to desi- have a desire to keep up with my life. You know what I mean? Because sometimes it can feel like when you're, you're out of your context, out of your culture, um, that you're the one that's always reaching out to people back home, right? But when someone else reaches out to me, I know that means a ton to me because it means that they're taking the time, they're thinking about me, even though I'm not right in front of them in their daily life. Um, And I think vice versa, right? Like messaging them and saying, hey, I'm praying about you saying happy birthday when, you know, it's their birthday or their kid's birthday, but like taking the time to be intentional about those Mm -hmm. things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think in Botswana, it's really asking meaningful questions, right? Like with, uh, with each other, not just letting you know the days pass by without being intentional about hey how are you really doing like not Mm -hmm. let's not just say hey how's it going and get to the task Mm -hmm. but like are you okay i know sitting
1: down with someone and actually listening yes are you caring for them are you comforting them are you rejoicing with them yep it's like in the word where it says rejoice with those who rejoice weep with those who weep like are you doing those things genuinely
0: yeah and like in our friendships if we're jealous when our friend succeeds, and maybe we're struggling, like, are we operating in love when that happens, Mm -hmm. right? I think another thing that we notice a lot is when there is some sort of hurt or misunderstanding or miscommunication, a lot of times people will cut other people out of their lives completely, Mm -hmm. um, rather than extending mercy or grace, or even just going to that person and saying, hey, this is what happened, this is why I'm frustrated, but like, I care about you enough Mm -hmm. that I want to that I'm going to show patience. I'm going to show kindness. I'm going to endure, you know, the times where you were just being a jerk to me. You know what I mean? Cause I value you as a human being, but yeah. Any other thoughts, babe? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think, um, kind of the last thing from our lecture was talking about like, how do we relate to others? in the actions, conversations, the way that we dress, the singleness and the dating. So all that stuff, it's basically how do we honor the opposite sex in a friendship and dating role, right? Because a lot of times friendships, maybe at least in my mind this whole time, I've been thinking about my guy friends, but how do we honor each other in, you know, the opposite sex role as a guy relating to a girl or a girl relating to a guy, um, And how do we honor each other in that? You know what I mean? Like, so some of the things that we talked about was like the conversations that we have, like with you and your buddies, are you talking derogative about girls as they pass by? Or are you loving them, loving them by giving them honor, by being respectful, by standing up for your sisters in Christ when, um, you know, some guys, you know, are talking out of line, those kind of things. And I think for ladies, it's also same thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? but also the way that we dress. Are we dressing with the intentionality of drawing people to us because of our sexual appeal or because of our character and our deep love and affection for one another? Uh, And I think those are important things to consider as well. Mm -hmm. So as we kind of wrap it up, I think this is good. We've touched on basically everything that we had touched on in the original lecture. I don't know if you have any final thoughts before we go.
1: Just always keep the other person in mind yeah make sure what the way you think about people the way you talk about people the way you treat them reflects the love of Christ and his character and what the word says yeah for sure if it doesn't then have that realization within yourself and correct it yeah
0: yeah yeah it's not easy I mean we're not always gonna bat 100% right but Mm -hmm. I think as long as we keep before us all our relationships the idea of how can I love this person Mm -hmm. rather than how can they love me Mm -hmm. That will always orientate our thoughts and our actions and our words to a place of of life-giving. And when we give life, we often receive life, right? Mm -hmm. But when we tear other people down, when we live in this idea of competition that if this person wins or if this person feels validated that invalidates me or i lose we're always going to be eating each other devouring each other and mm-hmm. paul even in one of his letters says be careful that you don't devour each other and that's exactly what he's talking about is when we don't decide to live in mutual affection and self-giving love we will inevitably devour each other because we are essentially trying to validate ourselves from other people right rather than living in validation from the Holy Spirit and giving love to others.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, guys, I hope this conversation benefit, benefited you. In the next couple episodes, we'll talk about marriage and sex. What does the Bible say? What, what does that look like in its healthy place? And then after that, we'll talk about sexuality in the gospel. Um, what is the biblical definition of sexuality? Why is our culture so radically different from what the Bible says? How did we get here? And then how do we as Christians live in a, a culture that is radically different from what the, the gospel has called us to, to live and to be? So that's kind of what the next few weeks are going to look like. And then we'll dive into a whole bunch of broad topics. Before the season started, we asked you guys to send in questions of some of the things we wanted to discuss. So we'll definitely dive mm-hmm. into Feel some of those. Feel
1: free to reach out again for yeah. more, like if you want to have even... More discussion on this or just uh, questions more on this topic or any other other ones that we talk about. Go ahead and reach out in any way that you can.
0: Yeah. And if you're part of Kingdom Movement WhatsApp group, there's a link Mm -hmm. in that that you can find a Google form.
1: Instagram, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Anything.
0: Yeah. So you can shoot a message on Instagram or even leave a comment on this episode. There's Mm -hmm. a space to do that as well. But we love you guys. We're praying for you. We're excited. This is going to launch February 3rd. So it'll be kind of our, I know a week of school will have already happened, but it's kind of our launch date. That's when we're having our leadership training. But we can't wait to see you guys on campus, see you in your D groups, And, yeah, we'll Happy catch you next, next episode. Bye. Hey, guys, this is Jake. If you are currently a university student on a campus in Botswana, we want to extend an invitation to you to get plugged into a discipleship group. So if you're interested, if that's something you want to do, if you want to begin to be a part of this family we call Kingdom Movement, we would encourage you to go into this episode's bio. There should be a link to our Instagram page. You can send us a message, and we will make sure to connect to you at a time and a place that works best for you and your schedule for school. But we don't want you to miss this opportunity to get plugged in and a part of what God is doing on the university campuses here because we believe that you're a vital piece to what God wants to do to bring his kingdom, his wholeness, and his healing to the nation of Botswana and to the university specifically. So reach out to us today, guys, if that's something you're interested in. All right, thanks.